0: Father, today we just thank you for this time we're allowed together here. And I pray now, Father, as we open up your word, Father, that let us anoint us today, Father, through your Holy Spirit today, Father, that we can just speak today, Father, what you'd have us to today, Father. Prepare our hearts today, Father. And we pray that this message will be received today and it will benefit these people here. In Jesus, let me pray. Amen. If you will turn with me to Second Timothy for just a moment, Second Timothy the fourth chapter. I got a few things I want to read there, and I got some, a couple a few scriptures I may say today. I didn't look them all up. I maybe should have, but just didn't really have time, or didn't do it. And I could, and but yeah, Second Timothy the fourth chapter this morning, as we try to minister for just a little bit this morning. We do serve a good God. Amen. I do believe that still. But we also still got an enemy out enemy out there, and that's Satan today, very much so. Amen. This was Paul speaking here. This is just a little while before that his life was just about over with. And but I just wanted to read to you what he told him before he left here. And I think you could say it's pretty well true today after we read the scriptures today, what it says here. Very much so. second Tim- Timothy, the fourth chapter, and start with the first verse. He said, I charge thee, therefore, before God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. And this is Paul speaking here. He said, Preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come, will they not endure sound doctrine? But after their own lust, and they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away, turn away their ears from the truth, and shall, and shall turn to fables. But watch thou in all things, endure inflections, do the work of evangelists make full proof of, of thy ministry. Right the third verse there, it said, The time will come that they will not endure sound doctrine. They will turn away, you know, put my own version here, they will turn away from the truth and they will just kind of believe what they want to believe. That's not in the future, that's now. Amen. Anybody believe that? Amen. And that was Paul telling that, and I believe that is very, very true. And that is one of the reasons we need to know what the Word of God says very much so. Because, you know, there's a lot in the Bible, and Christ even spoke to us. You can turn back to Matthew, if you will, for just a moment, 13th chapter. And that's why, you know, Christ told us, in, you know, through a lot of his ministry, there'll be a lot of uh, false leaders and false teachers and things like that. And I believe that's happening today very much so. But read, and we we mentioned a while ago there we serve a great God. I do, I do believe that. But we also too have an enemy and that's Satan today, very much so. And he is really, and I you know some of the stuff y'all have heard me say before. He is really tricky. Anybody believe that? He's real, you know, slick. I guess you don't know, call him Slick Willie or whatever you want to call him. He's pretty slick about what he does, and I believe that very much so. And all things he doesn't do, he doesn't do overnight. It takes a while for him to do stuff and then I believe that just a little bit. Amen. I was and I would just make this comment here that you know the Bible just read to where Paul said the time will come and not do a sound doctrine and things like that to turn through their own ways on what they want to. I remember one time, time too long ago I preached a message and I really wasn't preaching on anything that was you know I didn't think controversy whatsoever. And I try to when I go to some other place, you know, I try to respect, you know, everything that they stand for, this and that, you know. But I'm not getting; away, I will not get away from the truth. And I believe the, what the Bible says. I will not do that. But you know, I, I was preaching, you know, and I, and I just made a comment. This is really about, about what it amounted to. I made a comment, you know. I said, you know, you know, a lot of times the way today in the church world today, we'll say one thing in one church and we go out during the, in the week or something else and do something different. Kind of split the fence, you know, a little bit. And for some reason, this minister come to him after the service and he said, them that you know, politics don't need to be brought into the church. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I brought politics up. I just thought I brought common sense up. Amen. And that just, you know, really bothered me. You know, that, you know, we, we, we have people, you know, that will... Want to turn away from the truth, you know, it's, it's my opinion, but we don't have we have a Satan out there today that is, you know, very lively and very true today, very much so. But I want to try to speak to you just a little bit this morning. We today, and you know, and I've made this come up many times this church today, we're blessed today with a lot of young people, and I'm on a on oh, some chapter, thing, was there are things. there were about 14 preachers Terry Mole, I think he started this and I'm on that list there and we get we get stuff every every day a lot of stuff you know some kind of joke thing or something just you know clean stuff you know make you you know just uh, talk back and forth a little bit well I don't ever talk back much I don't text because I can't hardly really do that because I can't spell for one reason <laughs> and uh, but it one of the preachers about this week, you know, said about the thing about having a Bible school, and they just want to do it like two nights, so, you know, like on you know, Friday or Saturday, or Saturday or Sunday night or something, just a two night thing. And I wanted to know if anybody had ever done that, one, how it worked. You know, one reflected they'd done it, so it worked real well. Then one minister wrote back, or back to him and said, You know, I said I, I said, I wish we had enough kids where we could have a Bible study, you know. Now, it made me think, you know, we're blessed today to have what we have here at the church, to the young people that we do have very much so, and it makes us should make us want to work harder, you know, for the Lord, for them, you know, very much so. But I don't know, I'm just kind of scattered here just a moment, but just uh, bear with me. But I want to talk to you, and so I've read this, story, um, this this parable that I'm going to read to you in Matthew, the 13th chapter, I've preached it here many times before, and you've heard this. But I just want to get back into it just a little bit this this morning. And the Bible starts in the 13th chapter of Matthew, the 24th verse. In another parable, he spake unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that sowed good seed in, the, in his field. And while he slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. And when the, excuse me, when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, there appeared the tares also. So the servant of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, did not thou sow good seed in the field? But whence theirs has these terrors? In the 25th or 21st, he said unto them, An enemy has done this. And who's the enemy? And that is Satan, very much so today. And we'll talk for this just a little bit for just a few moments here today. We today, as God's people today, you know, and I think you know, some of this, some of me, as I say this quite often, some have of made my own opinion. But today, we have got slack on working for the kingdom of God, and I'm I'm in that group too. You know, we got Satan today get, gets us so busy today that we don't spend enough time doing what God we need to do in God's kingdom. And I agree with that for just a moment. Amen. Not just here at the church, but in our in our household and any place we go like that. You know. We don't, you know, and, and some and some of the time we don't pray enough. Anybody agree with that? Sometimes we don't read God's word enough, and we're all probably guilty of that, you know. And this is all in the kingdom of kingdom of God, you know. And I think most of you agree with me. Though the last so you know so many years that we have got busy today, and we're probably all guilty of it. I know I am today. That we don't do this as much as we used to. And you, you may do it, that's fine, I hope you do, but we just don't do this as much as we used to. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm saying I'm guilty of it, we get so busy, you know, and I, I thought the older I get, the less I'd have to do, you know, and this and that, but I guess it's just, I got older and I can't do it as fast, it seemed like I can't never get done. But we get busy doing things, you know, but Satan today, and I think most of you agree with this, he is not. He is not uh, lazy. He, is, he knows everybody's weaknesses. Amen. He knows when to move in and when to move out. Amen. He knows when to plant and when to sit back and watch it grow. Amen. And I think, you know, we look at this parable here, you know, and he said, you know, he sowed seed in the field. He said, while men slept, an enemy, or somebody came and sowed tares. whereat. at Among the wheat in the church today. I know I'm preaching. I know last so many Sundays I always talk about the church house, what's got into a church today. And and somebody said, well, you need to get out of that. But to me, the church is a place that we should be able to go and feel the presence of God. We should get, go to be able to say, you know, I'm going to call or sister, so-and-so, and I want to meet them at church. I want to pray, you know, and I want to feel the presence of God. I want to know that this church don't stand for the things that the church is standing for today. Yeah. Are you with me for just a moment on that? Amen. Because the church world today is standing for so much stuff today that it's not going to become a church anymore. It's just a social meeting with the people. No, not anybody know what i talking about? Amen. We come to church today for a lot of other reasons than what we should come to church for. We don't come seeking God's face like we used to. We don't come today, you know, and we get our feelings hurt with this or that, you know, and then we come with a chip on our shoulder, but instead of calling and calling up on the Lord, you know, we call on somebody else to get their opinion. What we should do, and this and that. anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. And so the city so tares among the wheat. And you may have, you heard me make this comment many times before. When I was raised up, I was raised up old school. I was raised up to respect the church, the church property, and all these things. We never had to lock the doors at the church because it's one place you didn't bother. Now we're going to have alarm on the church today because, you know, people will get everything. They've stolen instruments here at this church before, this and that, you know. People respected the church. But over the years, you know, it seemed like, you know, we got slack in what we should be doing. Amen. We got slack on praying, what we should be praying. And look what Satan has done to us over so many years. And we look out over the church world, and I believe most of you agree with it. We looked out and we say Today, how did this happen? Just like this display wouldn't have Where did this terror come from? Where did it come from? I listen. I used to listen to a lot of ministry on TV and stuff, different ones, but I don't listen to hardly any anymore because I can't find none of them that will preach the Word of God, seem like. Every one of them is wanting you to send them some money and God will bless you if you send them some money. Maybe he will, I don't know, but I think there's a lot more important things than this. Amen. I told people, you know, and I said, I've been over here for 30-something years, and, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm the I'm bragging on God, but this way, Amen. on the Word of God. And I told somebody, you know, and, uh, or somebody told one of the friends, told me, you know, years, maybe a few months ago, maybe a few years or so ago, he said, probably out of so many messages he listened to, he said, told me how many of them probably was on tithing, this and that. And I know the Bible talks about tithing. I think it's, it's very important. Everybody agree with that. Yeah. But, you know, I said, I've been an old girl for 30-something years. And I believe you, I don't think you've ever heard me preach on tithing. <laughs> and maybe I should have. But I always thought if you could fix the inside, the outside would take care of itself. You never heard me talk about a dress code, and I believe today we maybe need to talk. You know, people today, you know, need to know because you know we need to dress appropriately. Am I believe that? But I always believe you get the inside right; you'll take care of the outside. That's my way of looking at it. Maybe you look at it different way, but I don't want to waste God's time on telling you. You should put your tithe money in the, in the plate when you know you should do that. When people sitting here needing to hear about the word of God, and don't need to hear, to hear about this or that. They need to hear that God loves them. They need to hear, you know, there is a heaven and there is a hell. They need to hear that, you know, the Bible talks about being righteous and being a holiness and doing all this. He didn't call us to uncleanness, but he called us to holiness. But you look at the church world today and we got so far away. And we look at that today and say, How did we get here? How did we get here? How did the church today world ordain homosexuality and put them behind the pulpit? How did we get here? But we're there. How did we get there? But we're there. While we slept, or we thought everybody, take everything else would take care of it. When we don't listen, we let the crowd tell the preachers, you know, don't preach on hell anymore. Don't do this or that. It scares my kids. It scares them. But the truth never hurt no one. Hell is real. The rich man looked up one day and he said, you know, he said, send Lazarus back, you know. Or send, you know, and I put the story, you know, he said, I need a drip of water, a drop of water to cool my tongue for I'm tormented in his flame. Amen. I'm tormented. There is a hell. The Bible says a flame goes up forever and forever. And today we have in our church world today teachings today said, "You know, when you go to hell, you burn up and it's over with. that's it. But I don't know what forever means to them, but I know what forever means to me. It's a long, long time. Amen. How do we get here? How do we get here? How do we get today where teenagers today are committing suicide more rapidly than in our time of history? How do we get here? Amen. How do we get today where we're scared to send our children to school because of the violence? How do we get here? We let Satan so tears. Amen. Instead of getting them up, we let them grow. Don't shut me out of here yet. There is power in the Word of God. Amen. There is power in the Word of God. I was listening last night, and you know, all, all you know, I'm a, I listen to southern gospel music all I can. I turn on this i Saturday ever started now. If I'm home, I try to kick over the gate their homecoming and see who's singing on it. And the Alabama was singing last night. And they, they were singing a gospel song. Anybody watched it probably didn't, but myself. I sit there and listen to all of them because they got sold the old gospel songs. And y'all, you know that the song that they, they sold so many thousands of me and the copy was Angels Among Us. Anybody remember that? It's still, you know, one of the Alabama the, one of the guys passed away, I think, a few months ago. But they was talking about the song, The Angels Among Us. You know, they said that even the producer didn't want us to, said, you know, they didn't think it ever her make a hit. <laughs> but they, Alabama, they wanted to record it. And they said, well, we'll just add it to a bonus album on there. But I wanted, I'm just gonna get into this. And they said the song was really, Alabama, they said the song was bigger than they was. <laughs> and one of them said, I'm just taking, what well, he told me it was the truth. He said, there was a lady that was in a coma, been in a coma for 30 days. And she said, you know, some doctor a nurse said, you know, to bring some music just play, you know. Uh, so they brought, and before she had gotten a coma, she loved Alabama. So they brought that CD down there and playing Angels Among Us. And said the lady, I don't know right instantly or how to tell, but she woke up. And she would come to their concert a few months later. That's how powerful, even Alabama is how powerful the Word of God is. That's how powerful it is. It can wake somebody up that's been in a coma for 30 days. It's not what they've done, but it's the Word of God. I still believe there's angels among us today. But how do we get here? When all this happened, how do we get back to what we need to do? There's a verse, I think it's 2 Chronicles 7 and 14. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Let me look it up and just read it. How do we get back? How do we get back? You know, somebody said, you know, we're going too far to get back. I imagine there's a lot of people probably thought that. And this and that. But Jesus or the Bible tells us, 2 Chronicles 7.14 said if my people who are called by what? His name. This ain't talking about the worlds going crazy. They're not gonna do nothing. It's just us if the church will do something. It just is me if I do something. If you call upon his name and humble yourself. That's hard to do sometimes, isn't it? Amen. It's hard to do sometimes, isn't it? You know, I, I a battle every day. I was just morning. I didn't have a clue I was going to speak. I thought about calling handset. I just can't do it today. today. I'm just I'm spit out. Well, God said, he'd be with us. And sometimes it's hard to humble yourself. I try to get up every morning to tell Jesus I love him. And sometimes I'll say, and I look over at my wife, can't hardly breathe. It's hard to humble yourself sometimes. It's hard to live what you're preaching sometimes. I know what I'm talking about. It's hard. But the Bible says we'll humble and pray. And seek who? Seek my face. And turn from your wicked ways. Now, that's hard for us to do because we don't think we do anything wrong. But I know I do sometimes. And maybe there's somebody else here that does every once in a while, but sometimes we mess up. And he said, if you do all these things and turn away, we've got to do something before he moves. Through. Amen. Come on. Amen. He said, then, will I hear from, then I will hear from heaven. And my people who are called by my names will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. And I will hear from heaven, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. My king is known by mercy. My king is known by grace. He said, if you do these things, he said, I'll turn. And I said, in other words, I will heal your land. So that's what the Bible tells us. We haven't gone too far for God to move. And turn us around. Hey Amen. Anybody believe me for just a second? If his people will humble themselves, Lord, if you won't come and play something. He said, if we do these things, I'll believe you. I'll do it. But sometimes it's hard to humble ourselves. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sometimes it's hard to believe in healing when you live with sickness every day. But I know God can. One way or the other, I know He can. But sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I feel like Peter. I've run all the way and God sent me a invitation. come on back. You say, you're a pastor, you do that? I, I'm human, I've run many times. But I ain't never run too far, he had called me back. Why, Oh my God He's known by mercy. He's known my grace. So I'm just asking you today, we look across the church world today, we say all the problems, I know this is too scattered. We see everything that's happened, and we wonder why. How did it happen? Look, what, what have I done for the kingdom of God in the last two years, or the last five years? But I had to go back to this verse right here and say, you know, God, you see, if I humble myself and I start seeking your face and I start praying, you'll hear me, you hear my voice. I got some more I can say, but I'm just going to close with that. And I'm sorry this morning, I apologize this morning for saying a very good message, I just didn't have it. But I just give what God give me at the spur of the moment. At the spur of the moment. And I'm not trying to get anybody to feel sorry for me. I'm blessed, because I know God that's able. Oh, God it table, oh, and I woke up disappointed and like I say I just I just didn't think I could do it as you know my wife is very very sick I'm Sorry. And sometimes it's so hard to stand up and say, God is good, <laughs> but I know he's good and I'm not questioning it. And so, you know, I, I said this morning, I've uh, come to conclusion, you know, God, I was gonna trust you. I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna trust you. I just uh, I know we've been here 37 years in y'all's family I told God this morning uh, you know if it's your will it's your will and we'll live with it I just wanted to share this because, you know, my wife, she's more private, you know, and this and that. I had to carry a lot of myself. I just had to share with you. Every once in a while, that's all right. (laughs) But uh, uh, she's lost more weight this week, but you know, she ain't got much to lose, and she's She's battling some kind of stomach thing right now, too. I don't know if something's different going on, too, in our system, so I don't know what it is. We're gonna to try to find out maybe this week. But you know, I'm not turning my back on God. He's gonna he's going take us through it. And I'm praying for healing. I was told too. God made her the other way too. Amen. We said, you know, and I sit there and listen to her breathe at night. Machine around it, she get hard to breathe sometimes. I thought, you know, there's a song the Crab family's got out. Me and I heard already cited. This was going to be one of the songs they're going to play if something does happen. It says never been. And it talks about it be, so I've never been more brokenhearted, but I know you've never been more satisfied. Amen. So, I'm just praying, you know, God's gonna heal one way or the other. I'm sorry, I'm gonna just, I just had to share that, I guess. But God is good, amen. and we're gonna keep fighting, amen? amen? I love y'all very much this morning. We're gonna sit. And we're gonna. I think they're gonna come and pray this morning. And I do. I do. I do need prayer, you know. And I know I should be stronger than what I am. But sometimes, you know, everybody got a breaking point. <laughs> Amen. But God's good. Amen. I love y'all
1: very much. Thank y'all. of and women too, any prayer warriors, so we're just going to surround Brother Darvin and lift up Vicki and uh, Darvin today. Uh, he's our pastor, and he's human just like the rest of us, and he's a really good pastor, and we appreciate him and Vicki very much. Uh, and I think for us to do right by him, we just need to lift him up in prayer and believe. Uh, we serve an almighty God, and we know that. Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we, we come to you, Lord, today, God, uh, just very humbled, God, to stand uh, before you, God, seeing our pastor go through this, God. Uh, Lord, you see, you see the need, God, in, in Vicky's life and in Darwin's life, God, you see everything that's going on, Lord. Uh, you know everything, Lord. And Lord, we just lift them up to you, God. Lord, we pray for healing, God, we pray for peace. Uh, we pray for your peace, God, to come over to Darwin. Uh, and just lead them through this, God. Lord, we know it's not by you, or it's not by us, but it's only by you, God, and we just claim victory in Jesus' name. We believe in your mighty power, God, and we just lay this need, we lay these burdens at your feet, God, and we ask that you to meet them according to your will. Lord, we thank you and we love you. We give you all the praise and glory, and we ask these things in Jesus' name.